0: Hello, friends, this is Phonograph DJ Mack bringing you Centennial Songs. We've all heard of the one-hit wonder, but this takes on a different meaning if it relates to baseball. Since it was opening day this week, I thought I'd present the greatest baseball poem ever written. While I'm not a sports guy, I very much appreciate the uniquely American history of this game and how popular music is closely tied to this national pastime. From murky British roots came this game. Why is it so popular is the subject for someone else. But the songs that have become part of the game are my area. The unofficial anthem for the game is undoubtedly Take Me Out to the Ball Game, written by Jack Norworth and Albert Von Tilzer in 1908. Curiously, they'd never even seen a baseball game before that, but Tin Pan Alley's drive to attach popular subjects to popular songs is one of the many tricks of their trade. The song was first performed by Edward M. Favor, but made popular by Norworth, and his wife, Nora Bays, on the vaudeville circuit. Other baseball tunes include The Baseball Girl by Ray Cox, The Baseball Slide, The Baseball Rag. There's a lot of them. But the one we'll hear today is not a song, but a dialogue record. Casey at the Bat was written in 1888 by Ernest Thayer and published that same year in the San Francisco Examiner. It was William DeWolf Hopper who became the voice of Casey. While born into a privileged life in 1858, his father, a wealthy lawyer, died when he was six years old, but left an amount sizable enough to sustain him and his mother. In fact, instead of moving towards a life in the law, as was expected, Wolfie explored his penchant for theater convincing his mother to advance him on his inheritance to begin a supported life in the theater as a professional actor and singer. Wolfie was a lifelong baseball fan, or baseball crank, as they were sometimes referred to then. He was a regular at games, even if he could only catch the last two innings after his vaudeville performances, and organized benefit games for the Actors Fund. The poem was released with not much fanfare in 1888, But it was an associate of Wolfie who thought it perfect for an event. Where the Giants and White Sox attended a fundraiser the night before playing a game and glaring at each other from across the theater. And how right that person was. One reading from Wolfie, and you can tell why it was so well received. While listening, imagine the wild gesticulations of this performance. Perhaps the elaborate baseball set of the vaudeville stage, as the six foot five hopper strode confidently and delivered his lines. It was all part of an appeal that defined him and led him to reportedly recite this poem officially more than 10,000 times, but unofficially 20,000 or maybe more than 30,000 times. Wolfie had a long career in musical theater and later in film, but it was always Casey at the Bat that people demanded from him and is his defining recording. This piece has been lauded and derided, but it does remain the quintessential poem representing the excitement, the anticipation and the roller coaster of emotions that baseball fans know all too well. So here from 1906 is D. Wolf Hopper with his victory recording of Casey at the Bat, this week's Centennial song.
1: Wasn't brilliant for the Matville 9 that day, the scores took four the to two, with but one inning more to play. And so when Cooney died at first and burrows did the same, a sickly silence fell upon the patrons of the game. A straggling few got up to go in deep despair. The rest clung to that hope, which springs eternal in the human breast. And they thought if only case they could but get a whack at that. Ah, uh, we put up even money now with Casey at the back. But Flynn preceded Casey, as did also Jimmy Blake, and the former was a no-good and the latter was a fake. So upon that stricken multitude grim melancholy sat, for there seemed but little chance of Casey's getting to the back. But Flynn let drive a tingle to the wonderment of all, and Blake the much despised that. Uh, Cover off the ball. And when the dust had arisen and the men saw what had occurred, there was Blake a safe at second and Flynn a hugging third. Then from five thousand throats went up a lusty yell. It rumbled in the valley, it rattled in the dell. It knocked upon the mountain top and recoiled upon the flat for a case. Mighty Casey was at fancy to the back! There was pride in Casey's bearing as he stepped into his place. There was ease in Casey's manner and a smile on Casey's face. And when, responding to the cheers, he lightly dusted his hat. No stranger in the crowd could doubt it, it was Casey at the back. Ten thousand eyes were on him as he rubbed his hands with dirt. Ten thousand hands applauded as he wiped them on his shirt. And when the writhing pitcher ground the ball into his hip, defiance gleamed in Casey's eyes. a sneer curled Casey's lip. And now, the leather-covered spear comes whirling through the air, and Casey stood a-watching it in lofty grandeur there, close by the sturdy batsman the ball, and he sped. That ain't my style, said Casey. right one! The umpire said, Then from the benches, black with people, Went up a muffled roar, Like the beaten storm waves, On a stern and distant shore, Kill it! Kill the umpire! Cried someone on the stand, And it's likely they'd have killed him, Had not Casey raised his hand, With a smile of Christian charity, Great Casey's busy son, He's still the rising tumult. He bade the game go on. He signaled to the picker once more that cell I flew. But Casey still ignored it and the umpire said strike two." For odd, the maddened thousands and echo answered for all. But once scornful look from Casey and the They saw his face grow stern and cold. They saw his muscles strain. And they knew that Casey wouldn't let that ball go by again. The smile is gone from Casey's face. His teeth are clenched in hate. He pounds with cruel violence his back upon the plate. And now the pitcher holds the ball. And now he lets it go. And now... By the fall of Casey's blow Oh, somewhere in this favored land The sun is shining bright Somewhere bands are playing And somewhere hearts are light Somewhere men are laughing And somewhere children shout But there is no joy in Mudville Mighty Casey has struck out